Hello, and welcome to this episode of Uncancelled Unplugged. Uh, I don't have a guest with me today. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a little poem I've written on, on privilege. Uh, but before I do, uh, I just want to highlight uh, uh, three episodes, uh, previous episodes of this, this podcast uh, on the issue of diversity and inclusion. Uh, one with uh, Camille Dundas, uh, second one with Rebecca Steele, and lastly, uh, Trevor Wilson. So uh, they're all great experts on diversity and inclusion. I'm not, and uh, I recommend thoroughly that you listen to those those uh, those sessions. Anyway, I'm going to share this little poem. It's still very much a work in progress, and uh, just some thoughts that I had uh, about uh, about privilege, uh, specifically my privilege. Um, I'm going to be doing a, a session in a week or so uh, with an expert on the subject, and so. Hopefully this will form an interesting sort of introduction to, to my thinking on it anyway. So I hope, you, uh, I hope you enjoy. It's not very long. This is something I didn't want to face, writing a poem about privilege and race. You only have to look at me to know I live at the top of the privilege tree. You only have to hear my voice to know that I have lived a life of choice. So much in my life I view as a right, things for which I've never had to fight never having to question my complexion, white the standard of perfection, no suspicious glances in my direction, made in God's image, divine reflection. This is my background for what it's worth, white, male, Anglo-Saxon, British by birth, a nation that once ruled so much of this earth, a country whose people were never slaves, who still make a claim to rule the waves, whose trade condemned many to watery graves, who profited off those who survived, White's wealth built on freedom deprived. I've not lived on this earth without strife, but a simple traffic stop won't end my life. No cop's going to shoot me if I run away. They'll figure they can catch me some other day. I can wear a hoodie, pull it over my face. No one will think I don't belong in this place. They won't be at all suspicious, you see, or end up crushing my throat with their knee. I'll not be a victim of stand your ground. No one's scared to have me around. I don't pay the price for the original sin. I've never not gotten a job because of the colour of my skin. I've never been the only one. It's as if I'm always the favourite son. I'm the immigrant, no one tells. Go back where you from where you came. I'm always the winner because it's a rigged game. Yet sometimes privilege, I just don't get it. Surely everything I have, I have on merit. But skin colour's not something you get to choose. It's a lottery prize. Some win, some lose. I like to think I'm always kind. Could I have spent my whole life being willfully blind? As I age, I encounter workplace discrimination, but realise it's just a pale imitation of the attempt at racial domination that long outlived the plantation. So amid all this privileged white chatter, we need to make space for Black Lives Matter. Acknowledge our advantage, recognise the pain, address fear and, and injustice as we start over again. Black Lives Matter's opened our eyes. We can't stand by while another black man dies. We can't fix this with anti-bias training. The structures that oppress need constant maintaining. Now against them, we need to be relentlessly campaigning. Stand up when we see injustice and recognise this coup will not be bloodless. COVID-19 won't scare us straight. We won't find a vaccine for fear or hate. We need to do more than recalibrate our, or name our differences and celebrate. So when we at last can congregate, undertake never again to segregate. 
instead genuinely emancipate, put an end to the unjust mortality rate and all forms of hate repudiate. There's a debt that must be repaid. We have to right the mistakes our ancestors made and the ones that we've made too, like looking away when it was easy to do. Thank you.